Coming up on today's episode, we recap an NFL Week 15. Some NFL head coaches still making head-scratching moves like John Harbaugh again in Baltimore going for two. Brandon Staley, Chargers head coach. What was he doing? Giving up points after points to the Chiefs. And we got the overreaction Monday statement and much more coming up. Let's get going. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. It's been a kind of a weird week 15. I mean, we had games on Thursday. We had a game on Saturday. Of course, you know, Sunday of co- is still relevant, I think, right now in the NFL. We're going to have a doubleheader tonight on Monday Night Football. And we got two more games on Tuesday because of the recent suspending of the games and moving them around and whatnot. So NFL week 15 is going to keep on going. Or tonight and tomorrow night, too. So before we get started and what happened, you know, recapping the NFL Week 15 so far, uh, if you're a Spotify listener, you can now rate the show on Spotify. Spotify just rolled out a new update for um, podcasts. So now you can review and rate the show. So I appreciate everybody going over there. If you're a Spotify listener, to rate the show and uh, when you're giving a listen. So I really appreciate the feedback from everybody. So it's this new thing on Spotify. It's now updated um, to roll into the new year. And it's live now. So go ahead and uh, give me a rate on the Spotify platform. And remember, the show is available on all streaming platforms. Every new episodes air every Monday and Wednesday. So be sure to check it out there. And on the website, feelyheatentertainment.com. It's feelyheatent.com. You stream podcasts there too. Check out the little sport blog and the merch store. So some good things coming. It's Christmas week. Uh, there won't be an episode on this Wednesday, but we will restart it again next week. We'll enjoy some time here off and hope everybody has a very Merry Christmas and is enjoying the holidays right now. Uh, so let's stop into the scores and stats um, from this week 15 so far. All right, let's start off with last Thursday's game. Chiefs and Chargers headed off in overtime. Chiefs won 34-28. Pat Mahomes had 410 yards passing, three TDs. Travis Kelsey had the game winner. He had 191 yards receiving on the day with two touchdowns. Justin Herbert, 236 passing yards, two TDs, two TDs and a pick. Some questionable calling by head coach Brandon Staley. We're going into this a little bit later. Is I mean, they left points on the board. He kept, went, kept going for it on fourth down, leaving the Chiefs in the game. And, well, cost you a victory. The Colts defeat the Patriots on Saturday, 27-17. They held Mac Jones to 299 yards passing and two TDs. Jonathan Taylor, 29 carries, 170 yards and a touchdown. The best running back in the league right now as the Colts get a big-time victory. Okay, now to the Sunday games. Dolphins defeat the Jets 31-24. An unlikely hero for the Dolphins, former alumni, Miami guy, Duke Johnson. 22 carries, 107 yards, and two TDs for him. Hey, what what a way to get back in your home, home city 
and playing for the team you've always wanted to play for, getting your chance again in the NFL. As the Dolphins have won six in a row, too. So now they started one and seven. They are now seven and seven. And on just on the outside of the playoffs looking in. Bills defeat the Panthers 31-14. Josh Allen had three passing TDs. And the Buffalo Bills, they ran the football, guys. A running back got the ball. Devin Singletary, 22 carries, 86 yards, and a touchdown in the, vent, in the win. The Lions shocked the Cardinals, beating them 30-12. Kyler Murray struggled on a day, only 257 yards passing, a TD, and a pick. As Jared Goff threw for 216 yards and three touchdowns. Cowboys defeat the Giants. Dak Prescott only had 217 yards and a touchdown on the day, but that defense continues to be dominant as they get the win 21-6 and are inching closer to that division uh, crown. The Steelers defeat the Titans 19-13. Really not a lot of offense, a lot of field goals in that one. T.J. Watt led the defense for the Pittsburgh. Uh, he had a sack and a half on the day. As the Steelers keeping their playoffs hope alive with so that big 19-13 win. The Texans defeat the Jags 30-16. Jaguars' first game without Urban Meyer didn't really matter. Brandon Cooks for the Texans, seven catches, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. The Bengals defeat the Broncos 15-10. Joe Burrow, 157 yards, a touchdown. Defensive battle in the game. So now the Bengals move to 8-6. and six. They are sitting in the tiebreaker right now at the top of their division. The Niners defeat the Falcons 31-13. Wilson Jr., 110 rushing yards and a touchdown. The Niners improved to 8-6. and six. They're still holding on to that wild card spot. The Packers defeat the Ravens 31-30. Aaron Rodgers, 268 passing yards, three touchdowns. Huntley got the start again for Baltimore, and he, he looked impressive out there. 73 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, 215 passing, two TDs. And the talk of the game, Ravens down 14, entering the fourth quarter, Go in the get tie the game back up by 42 seconds. About to tie the game back up, but they decided to go for two again, and they missed, resulting in the loss. Sunday night football: the Saints defeat the Bucks nine nothing. Brady is shut out for the first time in what over a decade, like 15 years. Brady only had 214 passing yards, an interception, a fumble. He was sacked four times. And now the Bucks are going to be without Chris Godwin. He suffered a sprained MCL during the game. He may be out for the rest of the regular season. So that's a big injury news for Tampa as they got shut out last night. All right, so the first topic really of the day is we're going to talk about these NFL head coaching woes. And we're going to start in Baltimore, whether this was the good decision or a bad decision. The Baltimore Ravens, again, had one of the best teams in the NFL on the rope. There was going into this game, I thought it was going to be kind of a blowout. And a game became a game in that fourth quarter where Tyler Huntley, you know, filling in for Lamar Jackson, he, the guy has played exceptionally well. There's a couple little times during the game where he made, made a bad throw or whatnot. It's been a little bit off, but the passing game looked efficient. This Baltimore team's clawing their way back. They're stopped Aaron Rodgers in the fourth quarter. I mean, they crawled their way back by being down 31 to 17. And once again, they decided to go for two. And they missed. So it's the second time in three weeks. Baltimore potentially have cost themselves a victory here. Um, they're now eight and six. They're everybody in the AFC North is neck and neck. Bengals eight and six. 
Browns have the game coming up uh, for this week. You see, if they win, it would be a three-way tie up there. Steelers, of course, have a tie on their record. That's why they're 7-6-1. Um, so who's going to come out of this AFC North? And the Baltimore, if they were to this executed these, we wouldn't be talking about it. They would have wrapped up the division. It would have been 10-4 looking at a number one seed in the AFC. If they were to just converted these two-point conversions, instead they've been losses. Or maybe even tried to get their chances in overtime. So, it's something that has been debated on. Was it the right choice? I think in this case, I like this choice better. This one, I believe, was the right call. I just didn't like the the play call for the two-point conversion. I didn't like having Huntley roll out to his right, only having a quarter of the field, and Mark Andrews, you had to put the ball dead on the pylon for him to have a chance to catch the ball because the safety was coming down with the corner. And that's why he got a hand on it, incomplete. Now, Marquise Brown was actually open in the backside of the end zone. That wasn't where the play was designed to go. He would have held on to the ball and seen that. Been a different story too. So it's twice now they try to go to the man Mark Andrews, who was balling the the Packers could not stop him the whole game. The guy was playing out of his mind. But he have like 136 receiving yards and a couple of TDs on the game already. So once their money maker to finish him off, but was it? The, I mean, I liked the call, the go for it. I just didn't like the actual play call to win the game. You know, because if you kick the extra point, the way your defense was playing, but you give Aaron Rodgers any time on the clock, you look at it that way. Either way, if they would have gotten a two-point conversion, Aaron Rodgers still has 40 seconds to go to get a, you know, game-winning field goal. That's probably what was playing in their mind a little bit. Let's go for the win now because we go in overtime. It's That's what's probably going to happen. But it's a risk you got to take. You have to take that risk. Um, but, you know, this didn't work out for Baltimore. Now, now they're uh, in a three-way tie in, the, in their division. And this could potentially cost them a playoff if, you know, I mean, I just don't know what else to say to it. It's just mind-boggling. Like, really, I like them going for the win. It's just the execution. Now let's get into the next head coach, Brandon Staley of the Chargers. Man, now this is where it gets a little boneheaded. This man went for, he left nine points on the board. There's three field goal chances he could have done, but instead they went for it on fourth and goal. Three different occasions, you know, and they missed all three times. When you're going against the Chiefs, take the points. That's probably the main focus of this discussion. Take the points where you have it, these teams on the ropes. You got Aaron Rodgers on the ropes. If you got Pat Mahomes on the ropes, if you got Tom Brady on the ropes, if your team is playing well, just put the points on the board. I mean, he's been going for it all year long on these crazy occasions, even in his own territory at times with the lead. And the guy this one have this seems to have his huge ego. And it's sometimes it's like, I'm doing it my way. I'm going to win it my way. I don't care if we win the game. I just want to win it my way. That's the, that's the impression we get. And it's the wrong impression, man. You can't do that. 
the Chargers are a team. They're eight and six. You're fighting for the wild card spot. You're a, that was a game for the division. If you win that game, you're sitting on top of your division. And that's what sucks about it. Justin Herbert, everybody seems to be playing well. It seems like this guy's decision making is costing them games. And it could potentially cost them games in the playoffs. They're trying to get in the playoffs. They haven't secured the spot yet. Everybody in the NFC is jumbled in there together. You got to come right and just take the points and put your egos aside. Head coaches, you're the NFL head coach for a reason. It's only 32 jobs available. So Brandon Staley is one I have the biggest question mark about. John Harbaugh, I agree with. Brandon Staley, 100% disagree with his boneheaded just moves. And that's the difference between a great coach and a good coach. Even if it doesn't result in victories, like, this is why. All right, it is time now for overreaction Monday segment. Got five questions. We want to say if it's an overreaction or not an overreaction. First question up. Packers are going to the Super Bowl. Is an overreaction or not overreaction? Like, I really think this is not an overreaction. They're 11-3. I think they're going to win out and get the first round by, get home field through the playoffs. And this year, it's not going to happen like last year. We're going to have a controversial play against the Buccaneers and Aaron Rodgers, this force-feeding Devontae Adams, you know, the three times in a row, then or threw in that game where he didn't run. Okay. It's not going to happen this year. Aaron Rodgers right now is the MVP. I think he's moved ahead of Tom Brady. And I totally try to tell you guys he's on a mission. The man is on a mission. The Green Bay Packers are going to go to the Super Bowl this year, barring something crazy like a crazy injuries or something. But this is definitely not an overreaction. Or definitely... Yeah, not an overreaction because I really believe that now in the way they're playing. They've been the most consistent team all year. It's been the Green Bay Packers. Other teams have been up and down, kind of steady, then thriving a little bit, and maybe having a collapse, like a little game off. Green Bay has pulled out victories. They've been consistent. I think the run game with Aaron Jones and Dylan is going to be crucial in the playoffs too. And I really like the way their defense are going to get a lot of those guys back. They're missing a lot of key players on defense right now. They're going to get them back. This team's going to be strong this year in the playoffs. I like it. Question number two. Jonathan Taylor should be the MVP of the of the league. And, ah, man, this is so tough because the guy's playing out of his mind. I want to say overreaction. And it's not much. I'm not going to, like, because Aaron Rodgers is the front runner. Tom Brady was the front runner. Then kind of has been struggling the last couple weeks, especially getting shut out, you know, last night. But Jonathan Taylor certainly should be considered. He used to be second right now, right behind Aaron Rodgers in my MVP voting. 270 attempts, that's first in the league. 
1,518 yards, first in the league. 17 touchdowns on the year rushing, first in the league. And then he has still averaging at 5.6 yards a carry. That thing is fifth now. But, you know, he people don't have as many attempts as he does, so that's even what's more impressive. The man that's ran for all over New England, including that game-winning 60-plus yarder on the New England Patriots this past week. Now, another big game coming up against the Cardinals. Can he do it again? Colts are now 8-6. and six. This is why one of the reasons why, because of their record. But the last, like, month and a half, this man has been on such a tear. And he's been the closest things reminding me of a, a prime Adrian Peterson. That's the way he runs. He's so nifty in between the tackles. You know he's getting the ball, but somehow he breaks the tackles or finds a hole, some kind of seam, and he goes the distance. Every time he touches the ball, you think something big is going to happen. He's going to be a big-time Reason why the Colts get in the playoffs. It's going to be a big time reason why the Colts could possibly win a playoff game and be a threat in the AFC. But Carson Wentz just needs to stop throwing the ball or trying to be heroic because that first possession of the game where they threw three times in a row and he overthrew Pittman and then he overthrew this one and it was three and out real quick. I'm like, oh no. Stop letting the teams get back in the game because JT is your only option. Give that man the ball. He's nasty. He is the best chance you got. But right now, I'm going to say overreact him because he is second. Number three, the Cowboys defense will win them a playoff game. Overreaction or non-overreaction? Is it a possibility it could, but I'm going to say it's an overreaction. The offense is struggling. Dak's struggling. CeeDee Lamb's dropping passes. Defense playing great. Yeah, I like what Micah Parsons is doing. You know, that whole D-line. You got Trayvon Diggs picked off another interception, making it a 10 on the year. But it's the Cowboys, man. It's something. They're going to do something. They actually moved into second in the NFC right now in seeding because the Bucks lost and the Cardinals lost. So could they? Maybe. But I'm going to say overreaction because it's the Cowboys and something stupid is probably going to happen. I think all the matchups is, are not in their favor. If they... um. Play the Bucks, the Rams, the Packers. The, somehow they get one of these guys. I don't really like their chances um, regardless, but the offense is going to be the reason why because right now they're playing the Giants. They're playing Washington. They're playing their division guys. They don't have good offenses. So when you're playing against a good offense, they're going to expose Dallas, I think, a little bit more than what we've been seeing in the past few weeks. So number four. John Harbaugh's decision-making and going for two and twice the last three weeks is going to cost him a playoff berth. Overreaction or not an overreaction? And I know what? I'm going to say that's not an overreaction because look who they have coming up. At Cincy. Versus the Rams. Versus Steelers. These two, you know, decisions could have potentially get him out of the playoffs. They're eight and six. Big game next week against the Bengals, who are eight and six too. It's a huge win. Yeah, no, be a huge. I like John Harbaugh. I think he can get it done because they just need to really realistically is they gotta win this one because the way everything shapes out. But I'm gonna say that's not an overreaction. Now, 
it's just hard to tell the way the AFC keeps going back and forth. And you got to put a little bit of blame on John Harbaugh for this. They have been, but they've been, gosh, they've been injuries, injury after injury to this team. They've been able to overcome. They're fighting. I tell you what, that's why I think he's a great head coach because the team is still fighting. I'm going to say it's not an overreaction. Number five, the Chargers head coach, Brandon Staley, is the biggest bonehead NFL head coach right now. Now, that was Urban Meyer, but he's been fired already. So we got to take him off the list. And I'm going to say that's an overreaction. Even though he really is coming off as a bonehead, there's some other boneheads I really think, like Mike McCarthy, Dallas Cowboys, still making horrible decisions coaching-wise, time management, you know, and whatnot. Sean McDermott does the same thing in Buffalo, but even though their teams, like these teams have winning records, and you just scratch your head. But Brandon Staley, three different possessions, fourth and goal, you missed. Get, put your ego aside. Stop being a bonehead. But you're not the biggest bonehead in the NFL right now. I think that kind of goes to Mike McCarthy, but you're damn close. You're like right behind him. And that'll wrap up the show today. I want to thank you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the Career with your favorite sports host, Tanner Christian. Remember to check us out on the website at feeltheheatentertainment.com. It's feeltheheatent.com. Got a sport blog and merch store for you there. And you can stream the podcast. And we are available on every single streaming platform. New episodes air every Monday and Wednesday. So be sure to tune in and keep checking us out. And rate us now on Spotify. This updated uh, for every Spotify user. You can check out the show there and listen. You can now review the show there too. So I appreciate the feedback if you all do that. And hope you all have this uh, awesome Christmas. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy time with family. Enjoy the rest of the holidays. Merry Christmas to you all. Catch you all next Monday.